0: Welcome.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> are you
0: going to be okay? Yeah.
1: I'm having a hard time.
0: Oh,
1: I'm having a hard time. We Do were you want to talk
0: about it? Let's talk about it. It's hi, just, this is Stay of Homekins.
1: Hi, this is Stay of Homekins. And that's
0: Paul and he's having a hard time. Yeah,
1: my name's Paul. I'm having a hard time.
0: My name's Janie. Together we are a married couple from Los Angeles Should you do it for real? What do you I mean? I can do
1: it. Our usual thing.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Listen,
1: I'm- if you're the first-time listener, <laughs> I don't know why, but this is how we usually go. Hi.
0: Hi.
1: Welcome to Stay, Stay at Home Kids. My name is Paul F. Tompkins.
0: Uh, my name is Janie Haddad Tompkins. I'm a
1: comedian.
0: I'm an actress.
1: We are a married couple living in Los Angeles that
0: own a recording equipment,
1: and this is our after dinner podcast.
0: And and, uh,
1: and we did just have dinner.
0: Yeah, we had to order dinner, which was felt like a failure to me.
1: Yeah, we're folks. We're hanging by a thread <laughs> as individuals. Good point. Janie's back is fucked up. If I may be so bold as to say.
0: (laughs) Well, guys, in our last bonus episode, which you can listen to, if you subscribe to our Weekend Water Substack over at (laughs) weekendwater.substack.com, you can subscribe and listen to our last bonus episode from a week ago mm-hmm. and, uh, mentioned how Paul was gifted mm-hmm. an electric bike Correct. and hilariously, are there a set of keys next to you? I keep yeah, they were in something. my
1: pocket and I just put them on the couch.
0: Oh, okay. Cause he's it, like ready to leave. <laughs> going somewhere?
1: Going somewhere? <laughs> I just get up
0: and, then, <laughs> and walk out the door and somewhere? you never see me again. <laughs> Paul went to buy cigarettes and never came back. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's funny, isn't it? I wrenched my... I wrenched oh, my... Wrenched back. it. I wrenched it so bad. It, it's such a boring situation of how it came to be, but know this. I'm a middle-aged human being riding an electric bike. It could happen to anyone. Sure, sure. it can. It and can. Uh, so the doc called in... Some muscle relaxers. Oh, because we're flying to New York tomorrow because Paul's doing Varietopia at the Bell House. If you don't have your tickets, there's still some available for a little late show on Sunday night. That's right. And uh, since uh, I almost is like, can I fly to New York with you? Yeah. Like I got our. Do you feel
1: like it's still, pardon the expression, up in the air? (laughs) Or do you think tomorrow you might feel like you can do it?
0: I think I can do it because I'm going to have, like, the muscle relaxers on the plane.
1: How are you doing just sitting here at home?
0: <laughs> oh, and then my brother's a physical therapist, and he's like, keep moving. You got to keep moving. So I went and did a walk today, and it was, like, fucking hell. Uh, how am I doing sitting at home? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I am... Uh, I don't know. It's not fun getting a glimpse into our future where I have to rely on you to bend over to pick up something off of a table.
1: That's still a long ways away.
0: I, well, what is it? Because it happens, it's happening now. <laughs>
1: well, because of an extreme circumstance.
0: Yeah, but I don't like it. No. So you're struggling. Let's talk about it. you.
1: I just have a lot of anxiety because of travel, packing, you know, making sure that I have everything. I'm always anxious before shows, you know. Oh, you especially, are? Yeah, especially out of town. I mean, it depends on the show. It's like an improv show, no problem. I can just show up and do it. But this is obviously a bigger production and a lot of moving parts, and I'm in charge of all of them.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, if not control, because I'm not in control of all of them. <laughs> um But, you know, I'm I'm excited because... We have really good guests and material and everything, and I'm re- I'm looking forward to performing the shows. But okay, that's good. It is the travel, and it is the packing and making sure that I have everything that I'm supposed to have and blah, 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 you know, oh, all Oh, yeah, that stuff. well, like there
0: was a whole discussion this week... About do we mail the merch? Do we pack Ugh, the yeah. check the bag with the merch? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, I just told Jordan, your musical director guy, because mm-hmm. we're on a thread together. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't mind checking the bag because I can take an extra bag because I'm because I'm taking a carry on. Yeah. Turns out, if your bag is under fifty pounds, it's thirty five dollars to check it. But if you're shipping it across the United States, it's it's ninety dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. even both ways at seventy dollars, hopefully it'll be lighter coming back, you know yeah. but and then we can just like send some of that stuff to Charleston, where your next show is,
1: true, yeah,
0: you know, so i don't I was like. I know I'm not a producer on the show but I kind of, I said I was the Pamela of the show <laughs> and then you got upset because you're like Pamela DeBar slept with everyone in the band not just
1: <laughs> I, the no, main I didn't guy. I no she slept with everyone in the band but she slept with multiple people in multiple bands. <laughs> that was her journey.
0: But I was and like good saying for her. I was saying I'm the Pamela DeBar of Raytopia because I'm literally at Raytopia Every time, and I like, you know, and I'm like all about the variety acts. Well,
1: you could be the Brian I'm Epstein just, of Varietopia.
0: Wait, Brian Epstein? Who's that?
1: He was the manager of the Beatles. Oh,
0: Brian Epstein.
1: Yeah. Who'd you think I
0: said? <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. Was oh, my God.
1: <laughs> No, I don't want you to be the Jeffrey Epstein of Verizon I don't want you to be Riotopia. the Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein
0: of anything. Wait, Brian Epstein was the manager. I'm not really the manager, though.
1: No, but you're also not like the groupie. <laughs>
0: I feel like I'm the groupie. No. You don't think I'm the groupie? No. I guess I help with producing. For I- my wife! <laughs>
1: The groupie of the show.
0: But I'm gonna write my memoir. I'm with Varietopia. <laughs> oh god, good
1: luck. <laughs> I'd self-publish that if I were you. Wouldn't bother shopping Vari- it around.
0: <laughs> I'm with Varietopia. Uh okay, so uh so you're having your anxiety. You
1: know, I'm just tired. It's you're- been it's been uh it's been a trying time lately, and I'm just tired, you know. I'm just like emotionally exhausted.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, the world is aflame.
1: Yeah, the world fucking sucks. Yes. Truly. It's like,
0: I was just talking with some of my girls. It feels like it's been, like, so much nonstop trauma all the time. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of us are talking about, like, you know, curating our news better, like, for ourselves. Because it's, like, I used to, I did rely on Twitter beforehand. Right. I haven't been to Twitter in, like, three days now. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, like, finally, because I took it off of my devices. Mm-hmm. So I'm finally, like, able to not, cons- like, just anxiously doom scroll it all of the time. Right. Which was sort of where I was with it, you know? But so now I'm, like, trying to find, like, what is that other, like... Source of conversation for me mm-hmm. that online discourse yeah because it's all so terrible
1: <laughs> truly
0: and people like with their hot takes like I have hot takes but I don't like you know thrust them all the time 24/ 7 onto like the into the atmosphere maybe I did at one time and wow that was an annoying version of me then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I I indulged in that as well. And I think that we just, there was, there was a kind of feeling. And I think that that a lot of people, oh, forgive me. A A lot of people still have this, that you feel like you must, you know, put your opinion out there. And it's like, you really you really don 't
0: uh, almost as like if you mu like people who feel like, "Oh, I must put my opinion out there because my opinion is so important
1: mm-hmm. that
0: i everyone has to hear it 's almost like it 's contributing to like the noise Do you yeah, know what I mean? because
1: it 's like well i 'm going to say the same thing, but i 'm going to say it in a slightly different way i 'm going to put my my personal style on it, you know.
0: And, like, listen, sometimes people do, like, come out with, like, interesting ways of processing, you know, like, global atrocities or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's sort of... And and then, like, I see people are like, if you were someone in 9-11 that went online and instantly did this and that, and it's like, wait, you dumbass. There was <laughs> no... <laughs> social media (laughs) during 9-11 like yeah there were like some message boards or whatnot but like no one was like running to social media after 9-11 to like say this that or the other yeah and like i'm like oh okay most of these people who are forcing their sort of like you know whatever Mm -hmm. online are not old enough to have like remember 911.
1: Could you imagine if fucking Twitter, existed, <laughs> during if Twitter yeah. now, existed during 911? If Twitter the way it is now existed during 911.
0: If Twitter the way it is now existed during 911, those conspiracy theories Oh, do you need to take this? No. Oh. Are you checking the score? I
1: was checking the score, yeah.
0: Okay, what is it? Are we allowed... you can say it cuz it'll be tomorrow.
1: It's true. Uh, It's three to one Phillies winning over the Braves. It's the middle of the seventh.
0: Oh, that's good. Yes. We're doing doing well. Phillies are going to win.
1: We got high hopes.
0: Okay. So I'm just saying like all those conspiracy theories about 9-11 would have come, would have spread like just faster than they did. Yeah, for sure. Instead of people. Wasn't there like a video that people passed around about
1: small change
0: Yeah, Wasn't that like a video?
1: At first was Like a documentary or something Well what video Are you, are you talking about
0: well, I'm sorry Not a video at first A videotape at first That got passed around
1: Yes I think that was Small change right
0: My point is It was a videotape
1: Okay Well I'm not disputing that <laughs> I never denied that it, it was a videotape.
0: It hurts my back to laugh. Oh, no. Oh
1: How God. are you going to be the groupie of Riotopia?
0: Wait. Pa- <laughs> you don't think Pamela DeBar ever threw her back out dancing up front? Yeah, dancing. Whatever she's doing. <laughs> I mean, you don't think she threw it out once or twice?
1: D- having sex with Ron Wood.
0: <laughs> Who was that one again? I'm like the
1: guitarist in the Rolling Stones.
0: Oh, okay. No one talks about him. Guitarist. Who's the
1: (laughs) bassist in the Rolling Stones?
0: Wasn't it Keith Haring? Keith
1: (laughs) Haring. What's
0: his name? Guys. Keith Richards. (laughs) Flexoril is a ride. I'm just going to say. So. Flexoril. Okay, yeah.
1: Mick Jagger, Keith Richards,
0: Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, Charlie Watts played
1: the drums. And then was Ron Wood the bass player? (laughs) They had to have had a bass uh, player. I'm sure there's somebody I I'm forgetting. And you know what? I don't care. I was never into the Stones, and I never will be.
0: Oh, man. Well, you can't never say never.
1: No. I'm I'm calling it right now. Yeah. Never.
0: <laughs> and then, like, you and Catherine went on your little tear today, because she said on her podcast that she wasn't into Joni Mitchell's voice. Yeah. And then y'all were like, This is our ugly secret.
1: Yeah. I, I, and I'm
0: like, well, I I don't like like the
1: way that she sings. And I feel weird saying it because it was a thing that I always thought and it always felt like a thing I was not allowed to say. But I don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. Like, I, like, I love the song, both sides now. Right. But
0: that's what I was saying. I love that song.
1: But her other songs, like, Coming on Christmas and California and Pave Paradise a Parking Lot, like all those, I don't I don't like the sound of them. They're a very specific sort of
0: Folk scene. Laurel
1: Canyon kind of scene. See, I like
0: the Laurel I'm into the Laurel Canyon thing. And so... And I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> and I'm not... I don't despise her. And of course, she oh, of was a giant. You
0: cannot, like, despise Joni Mitchell. She, She's iconic. Yeah.
1: She, she is absolutely an icon, but I don't enjoy listening to her music.
0: That's... I mean, there's going to be so many... This is on the free... This is on the free one, too. And look, this is I not feel, even behind I the feel, bonus. I do
1: feel like a weird guilt about it. You, well, get, you know, it's like the opposite of... Like, some people have guilty pleasures, which I don't... I've come to believe that there's no such thing. You shouldn't have any guilt about, like, if you like it, you like
0: it. Like, you know in other I mean? words, you're saying guilty pleasures are simply just pleasures. Yeah. They're well, just be
1: pleasures. Guilty. You don't need to feel guilt about that. <laughs> like, if, it's, if you think it's good, it's good to you. You know what I mean? Sure. And I, you can know that other people might not, like, people whose opinion you respect might say, oh, I hate that. But who cares? You know what okay, I mean?
0: Okay. Yeah, I got you.
1: But I think that a guilty displeasure <laughs> is a different thing, and that's my—that's uh, a guilty displeasure of mine.
0: <laughs> well, I, then I had to admit that I'm not into Tom Waits.
1: You're, but you're definitely not alone there. There's a lot of people, and I mean, Tom Waits is almost a guilty pleasure for me because I was very into him when I was younger. Okay. And now when i'm older it's like oh yeah of course that there's something that's 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 a sort of pretentiousness about it that like young younger people trying to feel cool or like something weird or whatever that said there's still a lot of those songs that i still really love well, but as it got more, as he got more and more into, I sing through a bullhorn, like that stuff got. Oh,
0: he sang through a bullhorn?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. As the
1: voice got more and more, he went through a weird phase, okay? The, the Tom Waits trajectory is very interesting. Okay. Because first he starts out as kind of like a folky guy in his first album.
0: Like Jimmy Buffett. Ah. Uh, Jimmy Buffett started out as a folk singer.
1: What's like a folky song that he did?
0: Uh none of them hit the charts so he pivoted.
1: He was like now about margaritas.
0: He invented a new genre.
1: He invented margarita rock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that what you call it?
1: I don't know. No. <laughs> what do you call it?
0: I call it his just his genre.
1: Um, so you so started as folks. He does like a, a singer-songwriter album called Closing Time, which is Closing actually very time. very good and sweet. And a lot of Remember lot of really good songs. <laughs> then I think second album is much more produced, but he's still kind of singing in a normal voice, right?
0: Okay. So you're Third saying album. he has he has the ability to sing in in a non
1: growl yes, voice. Yes, he put on a growly, you know, sort of charactery voice. Okay, and then he did that. For a while, and then there's albums like, you know, Rain Dogs, which is a great album where he's not doing it all the time, you know, okay. and the songs are are very uh, different in their in their sound. Like overall, same vibe on the album, but you know, it. So it's like it, he he went in and out of being more of a character. And I feel then like he got super sort of experimentally sounding and you know I
0: feel like I've only heard the growly. I've never heard Probably, any of yeah. the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have to check it out to You see. might like
1: that first album. I'll I'll send it to you. Cl-
0: closing Time. Now
1: uh, there's a song <laughs> called Closing <laughs> Time and it is an instrumental. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I, this says my instrumental version of Time. Clo-
1: because uh-huh. you don't know the words, so there's a difference.
0: Closing time.
1: <laughs> One last call for oh. alcohol.
0: <laughs> One last
1: call. That's that's actually a good song.
0: I want to take me home. That's a good
1: song. Closing time. It
0: is right. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, like yeah. kind of though, like it's weird to say that.
1: Well, because certain people abuse the privilege, <laughs> and that always sucks. When because somebody takes a good thing and they abuse <laughs> the privilege.
0: Because people did play it at close when they were when the bar was yeah, when that it,
1: literal. Yeah.
0: Like yeah. Every time.
1: There must be a song called You Don't Have to Go Home But You Can't Stay Here. Yeah, at least but, one. Right? Yeah.
0: There's gotta be. I mean that's there like a g- country song. There
1: must be a country song called you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.
0: It's like I, I like or that my Mike Stinson song. Uh, stop! Stop the bar! <laughs> I want to get off That's or whatever. Right. <laughs> stop the bar! <laughs> I get. I'm sorry, you guys. I am on this medicine. I just feel like I have to reiterate <laughs> that I have been given these muscle relaxers to help my back pain. Yeah, and and
1: now you're on a joycean stream of consciousness.
0: I don't know what I'm on. <laughs> I feel like relaxed, I guess, mm-hmm. from them. I still have the back pain. It didn't like, it's not like a pain reliever. I'm no. doing the ibuprofen, though, for the anti inflammatories. And you
1: can take both of those at the same time?
0: Yeah, because okay. they're not the. Clo- they're and not don't self- forget,
1: Icy Hot Back Patch.
0: I know. You brought me the Icy Hot from the CVS. Because Shaq thank you.
1: sold me on them.
0: Oh, is Shaq has sold you? Showed you on them?
1: Shaq showed me on the Isha Hot Backpatch. <laughs> Hi, this is Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> would you like some instant pain relief? <laughs> Try the Isha Hot Backpatch. It works like for me know. every time.
0: Why are we in a weird. There's like a glitch in the matrix with, the, with <laughs> life or something because mm-hmm. doesn't it feel like everything is just like staying the same
1: like, I need they're to saying, I go on.
0: like it's gonna be like another trump and biden matchup oh my god and now rfk there's something
1: about that kind of thing that is very frustrating and depressing
0: i was like one of the people that were that insisted that biden wasn't gonna run again after that first year i was like yeah oh he won't he won't. And then he was like, I'm running again. And I was like, dude, <laughs> come on, man. Like, we got you. Like, we got you in here. But I
1: guess, like, who was it going to be, you know?
0: You mean behind him? Like, if it wasn't him? Yeah. Oh, there's like a gazillion people. There's like a gazillion people. But anybody people. that could win? Sure.
1: I don't know. If they
0: put their weight behind, if they like, mm,
1: I don't know. It's too
0: like they should have, you know.
1: I don't know. We'll never know.
0: And I'm mad at Gav again.
1: Oh, that fucking guy!
0: I I forgave him for French laundry. You did forgive
1: him for French laundry?
0: And you know what though? Like I admire his anti-gun stuff. Like he's been audacious about that.
1: Sure. But then he, he does
0: some things I like and then some things he falls short. Yeah. And I'm like, read the room, dude. <laughs> he didn't sign the unemployment thing for striking workers, and I thought that w- like after Hot Labor Summer. After Hot Labor <laughs> Summer. By the way, we're still on strike, by the way.
1: Yeah, I know. In it case really you guys sucks. don't know. It really so the writers sucks.
0: got a deal. They got like what they believe is a a great deal yeah. from the people.
1: And so, So-called people.
0: You no, know, I'm the one that has to. Pop. I'm. I'm on drugs, so I don't know. I just. I can't control what's gonna. Anyway, so. So they, <laughs> so they got their deal, and then the writers. We've been out picketing, and then they've been negotiating every other day for some reason, which everyone says, "No, that's good," and I'm like, "Is it though?" <laughs> you mean with the before. actors? Huh? The, everyone's with the actors.
1: They've been negotiating every other day with the actors. Is what you're saying?
0: Until today. Yeah. And then we found out last night. We like an an, an alert went out at midnight, and I was asleep.
1: Oh shit! Th- an alert.
0: Thankfully, remember
1: the Circle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, an alert! Oh my god, we watched the Circle during lockdown.
1: They got. Guys, I loved. I loved it every the time they got an alert and the people lockdown. acted like. It meant something. Well,
0: they were like, in like they were like, weirdly, like in jail, in that weird jail room, and they were like, Oh, god! All right, so, they, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they send this alert at midnight. <laughs> 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 the circle has spoken. They're I guess, sag after <laughs> is the circle,
1: uh, it's from guess. the circle, I guess.
0: Anyway, they were like, Hey, guess what the the uh, the people who were dealing who were bargaining with walked away.
1: Yeah. They're and still I was assholes. Like, are
0: you fucking kidding me? What?
1: They're still assholes.
0: They're still, still assholes. Update. I was like, They're are you assholes. fucking kidding me? That yeah. they walked away. Yeah, yeah. They like gave the writers stuff that they wanted and then they came back to the room with the actors and now they have walked way
1: yeah which they did with the writers before
0: but I think that that is kind of pathetic though it, it's, they did it with the writers before because they were trying to break the writers down yeah. to get a lesser deal but we yeah, already yeah, know yeah. like we they saw ha- what they gave the writers we're not gonna we're not gonna inch away from that
1: but they hate the actors even more
0: that's not the writers think they are hated more than the actors, but you think they hate the actors more I think
1: they hate the actors more really everybody hates the actors more yeah
0: cuz we get like all of the fun you know what, parties or whatever. Yeah,
1: I think a lot of it is first of all I think it's hard for people to empathize with the struggles of someone in a job that they chose to have, right? Uh-huh. Like I want to do this for a living and I get to do it. And that for a lot of people is not their experience. Cuz it's vocational
0: versus just like Yeah, like I guess look, you need to something.
1: have a job. And if you don't have like a certain thing that you are inclined towards to say, this is what I want to do. I'm going to pursue it at all costs. You know, not everybody needs to have that thing. People just need to have a fucking roof over their head, you know? Right, right. And so I think, I think there is a resentment or a dismissal, at the very least, of people who are like, I want to be on the stage. I want to be on the silver screen. I want to tell
0: stories. And, and it's like, pretend. okay, well you
1: got that. So what the fuck else do you want? You know what I mean?
0: If they only knew like what a grind it was, like that it's not. This I know, thing but that it's, you get, it's like, very hard. You, it is understandably
1: you know? very hard to communicate that to people yeah, because it just doesn't seem like it. It doesn't seem like a job, I think to a lot of people. Um, but and, and, you know, and I understand that and I'm not, I don't think I really, I've, I feel like over the years I've, I've slowly given up on trying to get empathy from people if they don't think my job is a job, you know? Yeah. And I, cause I get it and it's like, look, you're entitled to feel that way. It doesn't.
0: It's like when people find out I'm married to a comedian uh-huh. and they're like, oh my God, Do you just like laugh all day long? And the
1: answer is yes, you do.
0: (laughs) I fucking make you laugh all the time.
1: (laughs) So whatever you're telling these people is a lie. Because I I know you're like, um, not really.
0: (laughs) I am like that. I'm like, (laughs) um, it's funny because (laughs) it's not like that necessarily, but But not, not like that <laughs> It's sort of not Not like but that But you know what We don't make each
1: think... other laugh a lot We laugh We laugh a lot together
0: We laugh a lot together yeah. But it's not like You're just going around Trying bits on me No
1: that would be gross <laughs> That would be gross We have our couple bits The same way every couple does
0: But I don't do bits on you No
1: No 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 We're different We're Of course we're different With each other Than we would be On stage or something Right, you know.
0: Right, like if we were on st- <laughs> stage. <laughs> Wait, what are you thinking? Like we should do like a Gracie and Allen. Gracie and Allen. Birds and
1: Allen. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my mom once said Oliver and Hardy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I can't in this moment of the world. The world is, is fucked up. There's a lot of
1: Oh, so here's violence. why I think they hate the actors. Oh yeah, more. why they
0: hate the actors.
1: It's because they sort of need the writers more.
0: You but the, but to sell a, a movie they got oh, they, they, they got to have Tom Cruise They don't hate bro. those
1: people. They hate all the other people. The little, little, working class they people. They hate the little people.
0: The contract they're like, that they're dare, negotiating for. Why the for. fuck should
1: I give you money? You don't bring me anything. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay. Now yeah. that you're saying this, yeah. that makes sense to me because...
1: They're like their 10 people who, who make all the money for them. And
0: by the way, all of those negotiations do not apply to those 10 people because their no. agents and managers obviously negotiate them these like huge salaries. Yes. Um, that are not the minimum basic agreement. Yeah. Which, which is what that they're negotiating for us.
1: That's right. Because we're
0: like, are you okay?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to get a little more comfortable. I didn't want to oh. pull this off of Paul's the table. Paul's
0: making though. himself a little more comfortable.
1: Oh, the wires are all jammed up together.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So how can you, how can you work on your... Anxiety, like can you calm yourself? can you like yeah, can you have like a little talk with yourself about how the evidence has proven that yes, everything of course.
1: will honestly once once the packing is finished, which it almost is, and I feel like i I can go over my little checklist and make sure I have all the things. It's also hard to pack for multiple days. Where you're like, what can I get? What's the minimum I can get by with? Uh-huh. So I'm not like overpacking, but I'm also not like I've worn this same shirt three days in a and row. And
0: yeah, we're staying in a friend's apartment this time. And yeah. like, do, does he have, I forgot, laundry? No. There's no laundry.
1: <laughs> not in that place, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, New York. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, it's like... D- putting together that puzzle of what do i need to get by until it's time to go home you know what i mean and i think i'm i think i got it okay we'll see yeah but having to pack the fucking merch and the
0: the, merch, the costume which checking. and yes. you know all
1: the stuff that i need for the show yes and, you know all that shit yes is, is always not fun Yes. You know. Yes. And you know what else it is? It's like it is the frustration of that I I wish this show was bigger than it was because I love doing it so much. Yeah. And I wish like I the show was big enough that all that stuff was taken care of for me. Uh huh. But that's just not the reality. Like and, yourself
0: producing it.
1: Yeah. You're yeah, self-producing
0: yeah, yeah. it, yeah. and you're kind of relying on <laughs> and me and Jordan and, yeah. you know, and to help even out. Yeah, and with,
1: you know, Jordan doing the, the musical direction and everything, and he and I collaborate. That part of it is fun, you know? And then he
0: told me he had to ship Devin's sousaphone in New York, and it was, yeah. like, very expensive. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, oh, you can't rent a sousaphone over there? I know he has, like, his sousaphone. I don't know. i not But you know a what? That's come
1: up before, and it's been difficult. Because there was one time where Devin, uh, our Sousaphone player, <laughs> um, checked his Sousaphone on the plane, and it was late getting there. and So, so that's like, why
0: they paid to ship it? Yeah, then it was a scramble of what do we do? It's an oversized yeah. package and over...
1: Oversized luggage.
0: Lug- and yeah. weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weight
0: and size. Yeah. Huh.
1: I know. I know. <laughs> So you know, I mean, but like, it would does be,
0: Devin only play the sousaphone because he doesn't have another instrument that is smaller? Than he, he only goes.
1: plays he he. There only a sousaphone for our show. Okay, he does play other things, but that's part of the sound of the show.
0: I get it, but maybe for the road that was, there should have been a different sound, smaller
1: sound. It wouldn't know. be that, but it's already we're already making sacrifices because we go out. Except in New York, where we have access to more musicians, we're going out doing these other cities, and so we don't have our full band, uh-huh. you know? So that's already a concession. Yes. And we don't want to lose too much of what makes the show unique.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Because that would suck.
0: No, that makes sense.
1: Anyway, it's like, I love doing the show, and I wish I could do it all the time, and I wish it could be... Like a big source of income, and I wish that it, <laughs> yeah, it was you know something that could employ enough people to take care of these things, so I don't have to worry about. You know, out.
0: Catherine's on a tear; like she wants to film the show.
1: Oh, I had not heard that.
0: <laughs> yeah, she thinks that she, you got. She wants to like shoot, put together a little writers' room, and shoot like a pilot presentation of Varietopia. Oh, that would
1: be nice, but because
0: she has access to this cool studio, yeah. And thinks that she could do it on a, on, I'm sure. on a budget.
1: I'm, I'm sure that it could be done. But I I don't I, I think the pilot presentation days for the show are over. You know what I mean?
0: No. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. What I'm, do you mean?
1: Because I've pitched it a bunch over the years.
0: But you never pitched it with a pilot presentation, did you?
1: No. That's true.
0: And also, like, guess what? All of Hollywood? Mm-hmm. Once it comes back to life after these strikes, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different, like a lot of people lost their jobs, I heard.
1: But what? Like, like what?
0: executives. Good. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know. Like, yeah, we're going no. back to a totally new town now. Mm. The town I'm, is I'm different.
1: Frankly, I'm very, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, and I don't feel positive about it. I can't but I don't feel positive about a lot of things lately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well on that note, guys, we have some fun sponsors for you. We have a brand (laughs) new sponsor, a fan of the show, who will be hawking her wares. Through us.
1: And let me tell you this. So
0: please stay tuned and listen to our ads.
1: Yeah, because the sponsors are the only thing that I'm happy about lately.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here we go.
1: Surprise! Did you like that? Well, whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are a part of life. Edward Jones Financial Advisor Laura Lee Barron can help get you ready for whatever life throws at you, even the welcome surprises she will work with you to meet your changing needs to help you end up where you want to be and while there is never a good time to experience unexpected costs she can help make them feel a little less unexpected is your current financial advisor really listening to you or just waiting for his turn to talk Laura Lee is here for you, ready to listen. She wants to know what's important to you. She wants you to share your goals so you can work together to put you on the financial path that's right for you. Call Laura Lee Barron at 773-551-3437 or visit edwardjones.com slash lauralee-barron, that's B-E-R-A-N edwardjones.com slash lauralee Baron to schedule an appointment today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
0: That's Laura Lee, spelled L-A-U-R-A-L-E-E.
1: Thank you. Dash
0: <laughs> Yes. Sometimes Lee is spelled differently, but this time it's L-E-E. Thank you, Laura Lee. Call her, get your finances in order, and she will listen to you. Thanks, Loralee. Ah, Green Chef. So chic, meal kit. What is Green Chef? Green Chef, you ask me, is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, veg, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of receipts to suit your prefs. Do you want to build healthier eating habits this fall? Gosh, I do. We can help at Green Chef. Every Green Chef customer gets a free session with our registered dietitians who can walk you through how to make clean eating work for you. Sign up and start your journey towards better health today. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. 100% of their seafood meets the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch rankings of certified best choice or good alternative. Guys, Green Chef has so much going for them. You really have to get in on the meal kit revolution and use our wonderful offer for just the Stay at Homekins listeners. It is 60% off plus free shipping. So... I love to use Green Chef because it takes some of the thinking out of meal planning. So go to greenchef.com 60Homekins and use code 60Homekins to get 60% off plus free shipping. That is greenchef.com 60Homekins, code 60Homekins for 60% off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Thanks, Green Chef. Paul says the Phillies are still winning. It's the top of the ninth. <laughs> <laughs> he had to check. He had to check. Oh, I had to bend over to do something, and it was it was okay. So, um, first of all, that was fun. Thank you to our fun sponsors. If anyone wants to buy an ad, reach out to us on our Substack. Yeah. Um, sorry, it's just this, so simple. This this episode. Do we apologize for it or what? No. Oh, we shouldn't apologize? I don't think it? it's
1: any more worthy of apology than any of the other episodes <laughs> we've
0: done. Well. You know,
1: unless you want to issue a blanket apology for the entire podcast.
0: Um, That's not a bad idea to me, personally. <laughs> Just as, like, a, in general, like, it kind of suits my, you know.
1: Uh, for me, je ne <laughs> I rien.
0: The thing I can suggest, though, is... The episode we did last week, which you can find by subscribing to our Weekend Water Substack um, content letter. I don't call it a newsletter because (laughs) it's not, number one, there's no news. Number two, (laughs) (laughs) number two, it's not just always print. It's sometimes print. It's sometimes visual. It's sometimes audio. In, in this instance it was a bonus podcast episode just bonus for you what? guys podcast
1: oh yeah okay i did hear podcast. <laughs> yeah it was a bonus podcast podcast episode
0: <laughs> you didn't even say it right. that you know now i'm like oh we if we called our podcast a podcast maybe papst would sponsor us. Pabst Blue Ribbon? Because I like Pabst. I remember when it was like <laughs> hipsters and Pabst and yeah. we sell it for like a 50 cents at the thing mm-hmm. and it's like, joke's on you suckers. I'm okay with
1: Pabst. Pabst is fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's You know fine. what's not fine is Schaefer. Schaefer mm. was a beer that I could get. It was the cheapest beer I could get when I first moved to town. <laughs> and so I would get it and... Uh, the, their slogan used to be—I don't know if it still is. Okay. But when I was a kid, the commercials would say, "Schaefer is the one beer to have when you're having more than one." Oh my god! And I didn't get it until <laughs> I started drinking it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you got to get past the first one." <laughs> <laughs> it starts to was taste good.
0: Full on, like advertising to become like yeah have a problem with alcohol. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Also, doesn't that sound that that jingle sounds so old? And that's how old I am, is that <laughs> I was a, I was at the tail end. I was yeah. I was coming of age at the tail end of when jingles sounded like that. Like yeah. you're never gonna be alone if you have a shaver. Whatever. <laughs> whatever.
0: Wow.
1: Um that style hung in there for a long time, I feel like
0: yeah, I was alive for those kinds of jingles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I remember, like, Charlie.
1: Per- There's yes. a fragrance that's here to stay, and they call it
0: Charlie. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bobby Short, R.I.P.
0: Oh, wait, that was Bobby Short? Yeah,
1: he sang the Charlie jingle.
0: What? I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: I think he was in one of the commercials.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: like, you saw him at the piano. And Charlie, of course, like, winks at him or some shit.
0: Oh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, commercials are making a comeback because the streamers can't survive without them now. Oh, my God. And so they're raising their subscription prices and placing
1: them. Yeah. It's like it's, a, it's an amazing long so game that they've played where they, now it's like we are now charging you for network television.
0: They're literally just like <laughs> they're such assholes. Yeah. Sorry, I know we we're like harping on this on this episode, but I'm I'm pretty angry at I'm pretty angry at the system. It's gross. Cuz they've like messed it up. It's gross. They came in and they spent all this money on these streamers. Yeah. Like they were like going to revolutionize this and revolutionize that. And we're really just going right back to the same model of ad-based television watching. Yes, only
1: now we're paying for it.
0: And you can't fast forward through the ads. Like when yes. TiVo, remember TiVo? Oh
1: my God. TiVo was the fucking best, Yeah, man. TiVo
0: was the best. It
1: was the best.
0: And it recorded things anyway. So it was like oh. having streaming. Like you could watch shit whenever no- you wanted. The
1: sounds of TiVo were the most pleasing <laughs> sounds. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Even
1: when it would, something was not going right, it would go, boom, boom. It was like, that could be worse. That sound could be worse.
0: I hate... I'm so mad at them, too, because it's like we have Hulu with ads. And, like, sometimes... Listen, I'm go- I'm not going to lie. There are times I fall asleep when I'm watching a program. What? Yeah. Then sometimes I wake up and I want to watch the... Re- I want to go back. Yeah. And then I start to rewind and it's like... It takes me back to like three ad cycles or something. Yeah. I hate these people well, are fucking the, criminals. The interfaces they are terrible. Thing. They, ruined they ruined our thing. They ruined our American thing, yeah. which we had, which was TV. And we were all like loving, like it was the thing that could bring us together. Yeah. And they like, just like, they just came and just shat on it. Yeah. And then shat on the people that make it. They truly And they're did. still doing that.
1: It's like, you know what it makes me feel like? It's <laughs> Charlton Heston at the end of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> you made You finally would have did it!
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen Planet of the Apes, which we've talked about on this podcast before.
1: Have we really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember talking about Planet of the Apes.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. uh,
1: You don't know exactly when, but you're sure that we did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Like, okay, so the whole, like, I'm just going to spoil the movie for you. Mm -hmm. The whole thing is they think they're on this planet of the apes, (laughs) of apes, and they're being studied by them. By the apes. The humans are.
1: They're captured by the apes because on this planet, there are human pe- creatures, humans. Uh, but they don't, they're, they're like the apes on our planet where they don't, they can't speak. Yes. They're less evolved.
0: Yes. And then at the end, you find out they ain't on another planet. No. They were on Earth. The whole time yeah. because there's half the Statue of Liberty in the ocean.
1: You know, what's amazing when you think about it's a it, a really ne- good movie. <laughs> I never thought about this before, yeah. But okay, so <laughs> we're far enough in the future where mm-hmm. evolution has just switched places,
0: started over again,
1: <laughs> yeah, or but something. Now the apes are intelligent. They have a society, blah, 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 blah. Statue of Liberty, still, most of it is out above ground.
0: Yeah, it's like. don't you think by
1: that point, that thing would be buried completely?
0: Well, I don't know how long it has been.
1: I'm going to say, for something like that, it had to have been more than 100 years.
0: I think 100 years this thing would still be sticking out. Because, like, look at Mount Rushmore.
1: I'm saying more than 100 years.
0: Okay. I, I mean, and how lucky that he happened upon a ruin. So lucky. Because he could have been thinking he was on this other planet for the rest of his life. He
1: would have been thrilled. He would have been so happy. <laughs> but
0: when he found out... <laughs> That this was his own planet.
1: Yeah. He was really mad. He's very upset.
0: He was like mad, yeah.
1: That's a big spoiler.
0: But like the joke's on him because like it's sort of like, you know, white Europeans came and colonized everything,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm.
0: And it was sort of like a comeuppance for him. <laughs> Don't you agree? Sure. Speaking of, I have this theory, and it's going to risk pissing off, let's see, I guess half our audience if they're male.
1: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Philly's one.
0: Yes. Go Phils, baby. Red
1: October, baby. Go
0: Phils. Red October, baby. Let's get in that World Series, baby. All right.
1: I want to know what's going to piss... All the men, not all men. Hashtag not all men.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, do I have to say it? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag not all. Okay, so I was talking with Catherine the other day, and then my therapist, and then also my girl thread. Basically, Mm. I've run the theory, my theory, by all of the all of the women (laughs) in my life. And I should have, I used still have to run it by my mom or whatever, but I will. So basically, okay, you know how men are not okay?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, like, they won't go to therapy or whatever? Yeah. Okay, the reason I think they are not okay, like, I guess I'm, like, I'm mostly referring to white men, but... Mm-hmm. All men, I guess, mm-hmm. but white men for sure. Mm-hmm. Is so like we're living in this moment where like the patriarchy is being exposed as a sham. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: I hope so. Well, you know what? It's not, if I may mansplain this to you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually, I, th- I say think, it like that.
1: Um,
0: say, actually.
1: Actually, uh, <laughs> I think what is happening is that. Um, It's, it's not being, it's being acknowledged. It's like, it's being, there's a spotlight on like, we see you, we see that this is, we see what this is. Okay.
0: This lends to my theory even more, actually. Okay. If you put it that way. Yeah. Because the reason, so like, if you were not born with the keys to the kingdom, Mm -hmm. okay, then you basically had were forced to look inward mm-hmm. and find resilience, right? And um, internal worth because the external was is going to destroy you, mm-hmm. okay? Because you're not like handed things by being born like a dude, yeah? Okay, yeah, yeah. So now that that is being Exposed for what it is. Uh, there's like a whole generation of men who are have to now reconcile the fact that they were never special. That it was yes. all just this thing that was handed to them. Yeah. Because of the accident of being born under colonialism or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And so now they are like in crisis. Yeah, because they haven't like developed internal worth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because no one, because they didn't need it. No, like their parents didn't have to give them internal worth. Yeah, because they were like, oh, you have a penis, you're gonna be fine. <laughs> blah blah blah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you'll basically, yeah, you'll get a in job. In white families,
1: that's called the talk.
0: <laughs> so wait. So what? Is, so what do you like?
1: You to talk to your white
0: <laughs> come at me. So look.
1: <laughs> you're go- you 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 have a penis, so everything's going to be fine, and that's the end.
0: I mean, isn't that what happened to y'all? Yeah.
1: I mean, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I. <laughs> what do you think? I I understand the the bristling at when somebody says something like that to you
0: says so something like what to me
1: like you actually are not you've been you have privilege that um that not everybody has and you should acknowledge it and people are
0: well, oh you no, mean I when don't. when someone says something like that to someone you mean i'm not like
1: my parents aren't rich i'm not this that whatever and it's like i get that because i was like that when i was younger yeah about pretty much anything that somebody tried to
0: No, but you know <laughs> you know, what?
1: explain to me. I was it, like, that's not me.
0: I think, you know what? I think that, you know why? Because the framing is bad. Because it makes it sound like. No,
1: honey, now you're, you're subverting your own point. It's not I'm that the not. framing is bad.
0: No, the framing Because hurts. things
1: have been framed to me very uh, gently and generously. And it was still like, I would say, no, that's not me you know
0: but inherent in that inherent in that truth right mm-hmm. inherent in that truth that what you can hear if you're on the receiving end of it and you've never developed an internal worth mm-hmm. right yeah what you can hear is and therefore you have no internal worth
1: yes you well it's that you
0: were given this. You, you have, have no this.
1: more internal worth than anyone else does.
0: But that's why the framing needs to be more explained.
1: No, but the fr- the thing is, you either can hear that or you can't. And well, people, guess
0: what? People aren't hearing. No, it. they're
1: not because they're they're actively trying not to hear it.
0: Because I think if they had sa- if they if they learned that everybody that the patriarchy is a sham. That it was just like, it's this thing that's just made up. It's a made up thing. Yes. And that, and then you're saying like, and you benefit from this mm-hmm. to whoever you're talking to, this imaginary defensive person or whatever. Yes. And you benefit from this. It doesn't mean that you are therefore worthless and been given these things. You are just as worthy as everyone else and have been given these things.
1: People like that, they don't want to hear they're just like everybody else. They don't want to hear this is this is why there's, you know, racism is that white people most white people want to believe that they are superior to other races. That white people are the the number one. Even and I'm not saying you have to be like a flat out, you know, uh you know, member of the Confederacy, mm-hmm. you know, a neo-Nazi. It's that that, because that's just our society. And that's for white, for people like us, that is sort of embedded in the thing. It's like it's all around you. There's a there's there's so many people around you giving the impression that. You know, white people are number one and then everybody else, Mm -hmm. you know, like white is the default race Mm -hmm. and you know, we, it's just the idea that you, it's, you're born with it. It's just like in you, you know what I mean? Because of everything around us. And so it's not, I don't think people are receiving it as that means you're worthless, they're They're receiving it as you are not special
0: no, but they do receive it as you're they're worthless only because the, this is my point. they never were forced to develop an internal worthiness
1: y- yeah, I know, but I mean? I, but i'm I, so I'm disagreeing with you, and I'm saying it's not that they it's not that they hear it as you're worthless, it's that they hear it as you're not special, and that's what bothers them about it. Is that when you when you say to a guy you're a cis straight white man um, you have Had benefited yeah. from this Opened. system they that to them means they are not exceptional not that they're worthless they don't even get that far it's just you're telling me that just because I'm white. I had these advantages and not because I'm awesome and I worked so hard for everything. But see, I think it sounds
0: like we're disagreeing, but we're not because.
1: Well, then why do you keep disagreeing with me?
0: Because I'm I'm
1: putting this on you.
0: No, I'm saying that, yes, they hear it as you're not exceptional, but that is part that insecurity is part of having no self-worth.
1: I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that,
0: and they've never been forced to 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 develop yes. or nurture. Yes, the
1: only thing I'm disagreeing with is that it doesn't make them feel worthless.
0: Oh, I see. I it see what makes them
1: feel insulted because you're daring to say that they didn't do all this work, that they didn't, you know, try harder than everybody else. But I do
0: think the underneath seed of that is that they have to be they have to consider themselves exceptional because if they don't. They ha- because they haven't, they have no core like I,
1: but yeah, sturdiness. I, I, I get the psychology of it, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just don't think just because they have not had to do that work of finding their self worth, mm-hmm. it just means they assume that they already have it and that they have it more than other people. So it's not the, the we're just splitting hairs here.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But on the other hand, I just feel like it's something needs to change, you know?
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Because there's like, there's too much radicalizing going on in the world. Like, we're not living in moderate thinking times.
1: No, that's true. And
0: it feels like everything is on the verge of... Like, it's like a big tinderbox. Like, the Mm -hmm. world is, you know... Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's, like... uh, Always, there's always all kinds of atrocities. But there's some large-scale atrocities that seem to be brewing now in the world that are very scary. And, like, even, even like I was saying before, like, having it even just be, like, a Biden-Trump matchup again is, like... That's not... That's not good. We <laughs> hit the reset button. I don't know. I mean, I'm fine with the, you know. I, I just, definitely
1: feel the the crumbling of everything. Like America is <laughs> crumbling, you yeah. know. And yeah. you really, I'm I'm really feeling it.
0: I feel like we got to turn it around. You know, like it's sort of well, like yeah. I don't
1: know, <laughs> but nobody gives a shit. We
0: need to go into extra innings, and we need to like <laughs> we need to like rally this shit. We need to turn our hats on backwards. And start rallying this shit because (laughs) this is, uh, we we can't be living like this anymore. I know. And I'm in a place where I'm like trying, I'm on like a real like curated news diet at the moment. Like I only read, I'm not watching images of stuff. Like it's too, it's just like, I'm trying to read and keep it like in a podcast form. So it's a little more digestible Mm -hmm. because... There is a paralysis that occurs that is not, like, I don't think I can be my best person if I'm completely frozen by the chaos, Mm -hmm. you know? That's just how I feel. Mm -hmm. But anyway, that's my theory about dudes. And, you know, you might disagree. You can comment below on our Substack post. This is the free episode, so the comment section is open to all of you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you, I mean, I hope I didn't, I know like you're, I just lumped you in that group,
1: I guess. I'm okay with that though. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I did, I, I was able to do enough work on myself that I am able to admit that. Yes, of course. Uh, I, I am part of that group. I have, I I have had privilege and, I did benefit from things and I was given opportunities that other people were, would not ever have been given. Mm -hmm. And some of those opportunities I squandered, you know what I mean? And that's like, that's a sin. Um, so. But you have to forgive yourself
0: for the, for those moments because you
1: are. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to torture myself forever about it. You know, I've, I've reckoned with it, you know, over many years, but. I'm just saying I'm able to acknowledge that. And also I don't feel like that makes me an inherently bad person, which is another thing that people have a hard time with. If people, if you're trying to, you know, explain someone, school, something on something, someone on something, whether you are doing it in a forceful tone or a calm, reasonable tone, the way people will hear it is if you did this behavior without knowing it, that makes you bad. People just don't want to be wrong. They don't want to be the bad guy. And so it's, it's easier for them or it's not easier for them, but cause actually it's it's so much more work. The place that they go to is I must make the thing that I'm doing. Not only not, not was, not only was I not wrong, but you are wrong for interpreting it that way, and you are wrong for not being okay with it is really what it comes down to you You are wrong for not just letting me say whatever the fuck I want and think right, whatever the fuck right. I want you right know? but people don't want to they don't want to hear it's 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 absurd that it's still such a problem in society. People don't want to be told, "Hey, you know what? when you say this, it hurts somebody else." They're like, well, that's somebody else should toughen up. I shouldn't have to think about their feelings, which is, that's disgusting.
0: That's not what living in a (laughs) society is. What do you want to go back to the old West where you own like a (laughs) parcel of land that's like, you know, eight miles from the next neighbor or whatever. I feel like people do want that mentality only they want to live in places where they see people every day yeah, at the coffee shop or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, anyway, I just, I watched this front line about Elon Musk (laughs) and Twitter and everything. And it's like so funny because his whole thing was he thought like he was somehow this big, like free speech guy or Mm -hmm. something. yeah. Yeah, And now no one wants to be over there. (laughs) And he's like having a problem with hate speech proliferating on the thing. Yeah. And it was like, what I don't understand is like, what did he think was going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. What did he think was going to happen? You take away people's blue checks and anybody can have anything pretend that they're anybody else and look legitimate. yeah. yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I just is like, I'm just like, well, let's, it, to me, it's just like men, like the men in charge, mm-hmm. men in charge of this or that, or or running governments in this country or that country or our country. It's mm-hmm. like enough. And I know, I know, we have crazy women too, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, or you know, okay, yeah, I get it. <laughs> but even their brand of crazy, like you know, yeah, I would let's try it out sometime. Uh, like not, not that I want to elect a marjorie taylor green <laughs> but i'm at the point of like can we hear some different from some different voices
1: yeah i know like I know. just can we yeah yeah yeah
0: like how about a social media company run by someone other than just a white dude
1: i mean good luck
0: because these are like becoming part of our daily fabric of our lives these social media places. Do you know
1: what's so weird for me is that when I got off of Twitter, it felt good. Like I didn't miss it.
0: Yeah. I'm starting and, to get to that place.
1: And then when every once in a while I would. If there was something going on, like a big like an Oscars or a You know, what some kind of event that everybody was watching.
0: It's the best for when you watch a show and you like you've been you binge a show and you want to see what there's people are saying about it. Like Like, that's a very searchable place
1: for that. But I didn't miss like posting all the time. And then when the new things came along, Blue Sky and Threads and Mastodon and whatever, (laughs) you know, and I signed up for everything. Um, cause I thought, oh, maybe this will be fun again, you know, to be like Nothing Twitter used to be. Nothing has been fun. None,
0: none of them. And it's not,
1: it's just like, but I also am not as, like I looked at Twitter all the time.
0: Twitter was my, all the time. My go to, like yeah. I, I was, that was my main social media, everything.
1: But I mean, I, I like, what more I, than mean anything. Is, I looked at it all day long. Like I was constantly looking at Twitter. Right. And then since I got off it. And these new, and I've joined these new things. I'm just not. It doesn't. It didn't draw me back in the way I kind of expected it to.
0: It doesn't feel like being a part of a conversation anymore. It just feels like a bunch of shouting.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like the world anymore. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's just like people shouting at each other and like.
1: No, I mean the new the new things.
0: No, I mean the new things to me feel like that. Oh, really? really?
1: See, I haven't even noticed that. I've just noticed. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: The, there's like virtue signaling like crazy.
1: Oh well, that's yeah. I, I've noticed that.
0: I just you know I don't know. I think personally, I think social media has jumped the shark. I really do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I think it has I for a while feel that now. Way too. It was fine during lockdown and COVID. I was like keeping trying to keep up with like. What's the latest science? What's the latest, you know, what does this disease do to people? People who've had it, what are the symptoms? Like, you know, what is this long COVID thing? Like, Mm -hmm. I would use it to, like, keep up with stuff like that. And then the strikes. And then, and now I'm just like, yeah, Elon Musk is maybe, uh, people, like, called him a genius at times. Like, you know, like, he was a genius, apparently. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, I don't think he ever was a genius. No. Like, I think he's just somebody who did big things business-wise. Yeah. Like, he had a rocket company. Yeah. Or You know what I mean? Yeah. He has, like, maybe no sense of anxiety. hmm And so, like, that made him entrepreneurial, like, in the extreme mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And it worked out for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's about it to me. Like, I don't, I'm, like, he doesn't espouse any ideas no. or ideals
1: to me. He's a dumb goon. He's, he's a, he's a, like, a person born to extreme privilege. Mm-hmm. He maybe was smart about investments or whatever. He had what 11
0: I mean? children with three different women. Yeah.
1: But it's like, this, this dude mainly just, invents things that have already been invented, if that. And then he thinks he's like, he's convinced he's some great thinker or some great philosopher or whatever the fuck he thinks.
0: But like, okay. And it's like,
1: no, you, you're you not.
0: I know I'm not like a psychologist or whatever, but like, um, I've known like some narcissists in my life. Like I've had unfortunate, very close dealings with narcissists in my life. And I have noticed something, this stood out to me in the documentary, because it's just like, this is anecdotal. I can't prove Mm. this in any way. Like, I've tried to Google it, you know, and maybe on Reddit I can find this out or the other. But like, the narcissists that I have known have, um, like, they like sort of like seventh grade boy humor. Mm-hmm. Like dicks and like fart jokes yeah. and poop and the like like what to me, and I was like, there's something about that to me that me, like is a red flag
1: mm-hmm.
0: just because of my personal experience and dealings with people who are narcissistic mm-hmm. on on a spec on like a extreme spectrum, yeah. okay And in the documentary, it he was like, he tweets jokes like that, apparently. And I was like, oh, he's like a boring textbook narcissist. He's not even like one of these charming, sparkly ones. No, he's a
1: dumb He's like a
0: boring one. Yeah. Anyway, I just... uh, Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about things right now. These are my thoughts. (laughs) I'm also in a lot of pain, like a lot of lower back pain. Mm -hmm. And so it's probably made me like a little you know, negative tonight. (laughs) I'm sorry.
1: I don't know. I'm just in a
0: bad, I'm in sort of like, I'm in a a lot of pain. I've been on the picket line. And then we got that terrible news about the negotiators walking away. Our, our negotiators being walked away from, I mean, by the people. And I'm fucking furious.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm furious. Like, why can't anybody do the right thing? Yeah, I know. Just do the fucking right thing, people. I know. Like, guess what would be revolutionary? Doing (laughs) the right fucking thing by your fellow fucking man. Yeah. That would be radical, man. So radical. Just being audaciously thoughtful and sensitive to living as a fucking citizen in this world. Uh, that's just where I'm at. How do you want to leave this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How do you want to leave it? I'm in a lot of pain. It hurts to move.
1: I don't know. Um, I just want to say to everybody, thank you so much for listening to us. Um,
0: yeah, we really appreciate this community. Yeah. We appreciate everyone who signed up for the weekend water sub Yeah. We're there, you can make comments on this actual episode yourselves, guys. Yeah, man. You just go over to the post on the Weekend Water Substack page of this actual podcast post, <laughs> and you can comment on the comment section below. <laughs> and we want to hear from y'all. That's just how we are.
1: It's true. That is just how we are. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll I'll see you on Sunday, Brooklyn, and um, Saturday. Well, yes, but I'm saying you got you got to get them tickets. Um,
0: come to the, the come to the Variety Show in fun. Brooklyn. It's fun. It's fun. Hey guys, you only live once. Society's crumbling. Get <laughs> a good show in. Go before. to more shows. <laughs> Go see live shows. I mean, you probably got your COVID yearly shot like I did.
1: Yeah. Precious little teacher's pet.
0: And and flu shot. I got both.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, listen, go get your shots, everybody. Uh we'll be back <laughs> next time. And until then, stay, stay safe, safe. Stay safe. Stay, stay sane, sane. And stay strong. Strong
0: strong.